on everybody welcome back to our channel it's your girl bex and i'm carly and we're here to deliver content to unlock your mindset and actions to be limitless don't forget to like comment share and subscribe and like we always say ring the bell notification so you can be notified when we're dropping gems just like this all right we are back back back, back. where have you been bex so i had covid um you know i was sick very sick for the last week so yeah it got me the rona got me man um but yeah we're we're back we're back back just one week off glad you're better thank you getting better on the mend but yeah all back back to business and we are kicking this week off with somebody i didn't actually think we'd be talking about anytime soon um but actually when i sat back and thought about it i went no she's an actual boss um Kim Kardashian. Uh, so Kim Kardashian, as you've probably seen in the news, recently passed the baby bar. Um, and this is her, it was her fourth attempt um, mm. in doing so. Uh, and it was over two years, I believe it was. Um, but like I say, you normally, when I normally think of Kim Kardashian, I think of clothing, makeup, fashion. But actually, ultimately, though, though they're things I'm not necessarily interested in, what she's done with herself as a brand and businesses. She's a businesswoman. She's an entrepreneur and that I've got to definitely applaud her. And the fact she's doing this on top of all of that is incredible. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy. And I I was reading something that she hasn't gone the conventional route. So she hasn't gone to like a a law school as it was more like an apprenticeship route, I believe. Uh, She's studying like 10 hours a day. She's on Zoom calls four hours a day so she was saying as well in a couple of posts like this was not handed to her don't think that this has been handed to her which has been proven in the times that she's failed she hasn't just been passed to to go on and study law um so she she said that she's spending time away from her kids and whatnot on in order to get what she is going up like setting out to get so I think it's pretty sick man definitely and I was just looking at her post so um And she says here, looking in the mirror, and I'm really proud of the woman looking back into the reflection. For anyone who doesn't know my Lord school journey, no, this wasn't easy or handed to me. I failed this exam three times in two years, but got back up each time and studied harder and tried again until I did it. I did have COVID on the third try with 104 fever, but I'm not making excuses. Like that alone, that mentality, how many people would have just been like, nah, three times I'm out. And she was like, no, I'm going to pass this. And she did. Amazing. It's so sick. And like, especially with her dad being um, a lawyer as well previously. So I I just think it's really good. Like, like you said, she's, she's still going. Like the fact that she still had the faith within herself to be like, no, I can do this. Or because most, like you said, most people be like, maybe this just ain't for me. Maybe this is a sign. Maybe like, I I just can't do it. I kind of feel I'd be like that. All right. Three times I'm out. Yeah. Um, But I also wanted to just highlight that you can get to the same destination, even if you choose unconventional ways um, of going about it as well. You're not always going to go through the college um, and university. It might be something different. So just to, yeah, if you've got a dream, then just go for it, man. Be willing to put yourself out there as well. And I had to, I was just looking a little bit about the, the baby bar in general, um, because we'll share a few um, role model lawyers as well that we've been researching. Um, but you actually only normally get three attempts. 
but all the June students got given a final chance because of COVID. So she's lucky she got given that fourth attempt and she made it count, which is incredible. Um, But like you were mentioning, it's it's a day long um, test Mm. for aspiring lawyers in in the state uh, who obviously aren't going that traditional route. And it's usually done in June or October. Um, So this is what it comprises. So you've got both an essay and a multiple choice, uh, multiple choice questions with four hours allotted for completing the four essay question um, question portion of the exam and three hours for 100 multiple choice questions. Uh, the subjects of contracts, criminal law and torts and only students studying law through an apprenticeship or an unaccredited um, law school do that, as you said. But then I looked at some stats on the pass rate. So only 20.7% mm. Of 275 candidates who took it in June passed. And that's compared to 53% who passed the general bar exam. So it's almost like that route is slightly slightly harder, but which would make sense because obviously they've not gone down the usual route and you want to make sure someone that is now taking that next step really has what it takes. So I get it, but that's incredible. 21% of people passing it and she's one of them. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, fair play. Like that's play. that's hats off, man. Proper hats off. And, and not just that, like not just the fact that she's um studying to be a lawyer, but the fact that she's pushed for so many releases of people that have had yes. like first um first offenses. Like I think like for me, I don't care if you're using your 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 fame, your recognition of what you've built as yourself as a brand in order to do good in the world. Like I think that you are just simply an amazing person because you could just be a bystander like yeah. everybody else and continue with your life and with your 100%. wealth and all the rest of it. So yeah, hundred percent. I'm just gonna crack on. This is my bubble. That's not my problem. But she was like, no. And I remember her announcing it, and people would like pretty much taking the mick, weren't they? Like, yeah, all right. So I think it's 2019 she announced it. Criminal just and she wants to do criminal criminal justice reform. Um, and like you said, following in her, her dad's footsteps, and she's already, without even passing it, has been involved in cases and helping them win. Like, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be cool to see how how she gets on now. And obviously, she's gonna move on to, to, the, to the next phase. So very, very Dude. cool. All right, yeah. So the first um person that I'm gonna speak about is Wald Alkarini. And she was part of the first wave of Saudi Arabia um, female lawyers. So she actually pursued a legal career whilst actually knowing that she couldn't practice law. Um, And it was at a time when Saudi Arabia um, women were forbidden to officially practice law, which I think is just crazy. However, she found it super interesting. And in always in the back of her mind, she always thought that there would be a career path for her. Um, so she went through and did an internship, then she went over to the USA, but at the same time, things then started to change in Saudi Arabia. Um, and when she, and they were basically able to start practicing law, um, when she was going into the courts, like judges were not happy, um, that women were representing clients. Um, and she was saying basically that she had two options. She could either quit. Um, or continue, ignore it and move forward. And that's what she chose to do. Um, As she was one of the first um, wave of the women uh, practicing law in Saudi Arabia, there was no female figures to guide her. 
because she was basically one of the first but she was also just saying about how lawyers go through those ups and downs in terms of confidence um but to always walk into a room um and she was always walking into a room where she was either junior or she was a female so she wasn't necessarily getting that respect and it was very intimidating um however she said like she just basically combated that with making sure that she was always prepared knowing what she was actually going to say and what she was talking about being confident and considering herself as an equal so I thought it was a really cool article um to touch upon definitely wow that sounds amazing and and what a tough time to be able to like you say so many people would have just been like nah I, I can't deal with this but yeah to, to persevere is amazing cool okay so the um the person that I'm going to talk about is Ruth Ginsburg um so she attended Harvard Law School um and she graduated with a degree from Columbia um and she um she dedicated to fighting gender-based equality, uh, including co-founding the Women's Rights Project at the American Civil Liberties Union. Um, She became an Associate Justice of the US Supreme Court um, from 1999 until her death, uh, which was last year in 2020. And she was actually the second um, Justice of the US Supreme Court. And um, just on you know the fight for equality a couple of quotes that she said is i ask no favor for my sex all i ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks <laughs> i thought that was pretty powerful and yeah. then um she said feminism is the notion that we should each be free to develop our own talents and not be held back by man-made barriers and that's exactly what they are they're man-made barriers totally Facts. agree so she's incredible that's a great one. What's what's her name again? Ruth Ginsburg. Yeah. You'll recognize her. You Google her, you'll recognize her. Yeah, as soon as this I one. as soon as I saw it. Yes. Yeah. 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 I forgot. I actually forgot about looking in. I, I remembered about her and then I, I it just slipped my mind to look into her. But yeah, she she was incredible. Definitely. Cool. Okay. So my next one is the Delhi High Court Judge Justice Prafibar M. Singh. Um, And I've just got some comments on what she says to women that are going into law. Um, So she said about women being competent to give up Bollywood um, movies and parlor time and dedicate your time to law. Pick your battles and don't fight everything. Um, And I think that was great advice. Further to that, she said, and I think this is really, really key for women in male-dominated industries. She said, not to seek sympathy from the court or from lawyers on the other side or even your own clerk. You don't have to tell them that my child is unwell or I have to go and collect my daughter from school. Don't do that. It creates stereotypes. And I thought, do you know what? For just in male-dominated industries, especially, I think in, in general, it is such a key point. This is that's that's. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna bring that up. I'm currently on a two-day diversity, equity, and inclusion conference, and mm. I might see if there's some way I can bring that in to a discussion maybe even if it's not at the conference but we do yeah. hold a lot of meetings on it that is such a good topic because it's almost like you see women feel they need to apologize or oh, have to pick my daughter up or yeah. my son up from nursery like apologizing for that fact um wow and and that is what creates those stereotypes that is why people are saying oh should we put this woman into leadership yeah. position blah blah do you get what i'm saying but if we stop giving that energy 
they can't yes. be a stereotype against us. Do you get what exactly. I'm saying? I thought it was brilliant. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. I really like that. All right. So my final person then is Sonia Sotomayor. Um, she's the first Hispanic and Latina Supreme Court justice. Uh, she's the third woman to be an associate justice. Um, she was born to Puerto Rican parents and she was actually diagnosed with diabetes when she was a, a little girl and she didn't think that she would live past 50. Um, but here she is today with a degree from Yale Law School, an ad advocate for uh, equal rights, justice, and gender equality. Um, and she obviously uses her position in Supreme Court to lend a voice to gender equality issues. And um, a quote I'm gonna share from her is, when a young person, even a gifted one, grows up without proximate living examples of what she may aspire to become, whether lawyer, scientist, artist, or leader in any realm, her goal remains abstract. Such models as appear in books or on the news, however inspiring or revered, are ultimately too remote to be real, let alone influential. But a role model in the flesh provides more than inspiration. His or her very existence is confirmation of possibilities one may have every reason to doubt saying, yes, someone like me can do this. Boy, my drop. Amazing. And and you know what? Like I love that quote because that is it's just another like validation. And I'm not saying that we need validation for what we're doing, but it's so true. Like, and that's what we want to bring to the forefront show role models, real show people, real life people in today's day and age, like still alive in 2021. Yes, you can draw off the experience of those that have come before but people that are actually doing it today, people that have come from nothing, no handouts, no nothing, and still been able to achieve in 100%. real life that can give real lessons. 100%. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's the end of this episode. Don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. I've been your girl, Bex. And I've been Carly. Thank you so much for watching this week's episode, and we will see you next week. Peace.